<laughs> what happened? I don't know. What's this happening? Is, this is this is the uh, this is the the the. So for those of you watching, uh oh. <laughs> I don't like change. I don't either. <laughs> Where? I oh, have oh, a bad oh. feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hold tight for just a second. Uh, okay. Are we there? Are we good? Are yeah. We good. Hang on a minute. Otherwise, I need to. There we go. We good? We're on. Yes. So far. Yeah. Is this thing on? Okay. So. Can you hear me now. <laughs> I can hear you now. It's great. Now, for those of you, I can hear you. Seeing is something different. For those of you that are watching and wondering what in the world is going on, it's Thursday night. It's the Cantina Happy Hour. Unfortunately, the city was out tearing up our street because of some plumbing issues. And when they did that, they cut our internet lines at the street level. And when they cut our internet lines, obviously our internet went down. Completely down. And now I am operating on a mobile hotspot. Um, just trying to make this. If I if I get choppy, I apologize. We're, we're trying to do our best for you. I promise, but I'm limited by my technology. The so, city decided that Dave was too powerful for a good internet connection. That's right. That's right. Well, that and then our neighbor decided to grow his tree right above the sewer lines or whatever, so the roots got in there, but. Ah, you know. oh, that's the worst. That that that, that, you know, that old chestnut. That, that happened up in Tennessee. The the yeah. second house, the, the second house we moved into, the uh, the plumbing was all messed up because roots were growing in the uh, in the pipes. There you go. There you go. So they spent all day today while I was at work digging a big hole in the street, and then now we have no internet. Oh, how fun! But it is what it is. But that's okay. We're gonna make this work. We're gonna, we're gonna do what we need to do. It is Thursday night. Welcome to Cantina Happy Hour. We're so glad you joined us tonight. I am your host, David. Welcome, welcome, welcome. With me, as always, is my co-host Debbie. Debbie, how are you? I'm doing good. Awesome. Better than you, obviously. Obviously, you're. you're wow, rub it in. Why don't you? Our, <laughs> Am I frozen at this point? I'm just curious. You're no, lagging. You're okay, because both of you are frozen at this point. I can st I can hear you just fine. The voiceover is doing great, but you're you're both in silly silly poses. But and again, that's if I'm lagging, it's my fault. I know that. I acknowledge that. Also with us tonight, Cam. Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you, Cam? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. My my internet's working perfectly. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh -huh. That's gonna be the running gag for tonight, isn't it? Yes, it is. Of course it will be. <laughs> I promise you, on Monday, when we're back for MCU Mondays, it's gonna it's we'll be a we'll be good. We'll be good. Hey Dave, right. you, you plan on going out for a drink tonight? Because I've got uh five bars right now. Uh, uh, uh. That's about as funny as a flash flood in a fizzy factory. <laughs> you know what oh, fizzies are. Boy. <laughs> All right. Let's talk Mando, shall we? We are we have finished Ahsoka. Um, I have been asked by several people outside of the show what, what my thoughts were of Ahsoka, and I said, go watch the show. Go watch the show and you will know. So um, we are we are done with Ahsoka. We are looking forward to the next thing, which I believe is um, Skeleton Crew. Is that next? It should be. Theoretically. I think, oh, I th I think it was Jude supposed Law. to come out this year, this fall, but I think it got pushed to uh, the spring. 
because they're in post-production and they can't do anything. I thought that they had, I thought that it was, um, I thought that it was Acolyte that was in post-production. I thought that Skeleton Crew was pretty much done and Acolyte was in post-production and that's what they, I mean, I, don't, I, I could see them having to push it back, but I don't know. <laughs> Looking forward to it either way. Oh, yeah. Skeleton. Oh, it's uh, IMDb still has it as a 2023 release. Let's see if there's a date. Nope, oh, just says 2023. When in 2023? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're, we're three months from the end of the year. If they, if they don't have a date on the website yet, I wouldn't trust it. If they're if there's if they're planning on 2023, my guess would be probably um, like toward the end of December, like they did with Book of Boba Fett, mm. to where it's like you know it's like the last Wednesday or whatever in December, and then just moving on from there. If I had to guess, if they're gonna if they're going to stick with the original 2023. Because we we haven't seen previews for it or anything. I mean, nothing. And like you said, Cam, we're three months from the end of the year. You, we, I think we would have seen something by now. You would think. I mean, I mean, and like you said, we haven't even gotten a trailer for it yet. So, uh, you know, it's. I wouldn't necessarily say it's good business to release a trailer two months before the movie, or not not movie, but show. Right. I mean, they were plugging Loki for a year. A long time. Long time. <laughs> At least a year. So. Okay. Well, let's talk about The Mandalorian. We've, we do have two more shows on the horizon, Skeleton Crew and Acolyte. We're looking forward to those. But for the meantime, we're going to talk about... We, we, we never did finish The Mandalorian. We are on season two. We finished season one right before Ahsoka started. We talked about Ahsoka. Now we're going to do season two. And season two... I th I think of the three seasons that are out right now, season two is probably my favorite. And I know that there are some people that will disagree with me because a lot of it was, well, I'll I'll do this for you that'll help you take another step on your quest. You need to go do this in order for me to let you do this, and this moves into this. And it did like, well, feel very much like a video game. But uh, but that's a way to that that's a, a a way to progress the story. In order to get the golden idol, you have to use your whip and cross the thing. You have to, you know, walk on the floor very carefully, or poison darts shoot at you, or giant spiders are staying out of the light. Indiana Jones reference. There you go, Debbie. Just for you. <laughs> But um, but I mean that's that's just a, it's a good way to progress the story. Um, I personally like this this season. I mean, we got Ahsoka in this season. We got um, Bo-Katan Bo in this season. We got a lot of the the uh, animated people into this season so we even got boba fett in this season we got boba fett back in the we got luke skywalker in this season luke skywalker yeah. and r2d2 so it was like ooh, ooh. so now c3po has appeared in one of the series and r2d2 appears in one of the series so mm -hmm. by the way if you haven't seen season two we're talking spoilers and if you haven't seen season two good lord you're way behind <laughs> But we are going to talk about the first episode, which was after watching this episode again, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not ashamed to say that this is probably my favorite episode of like the entire series. Really? Um, yeah, I really did like it. And for, for no reason whatsoever, I mean, uh, Timothy Oliphant's in it and he's amazing. He's great just doing what he does. He just has so much uh, charisma. I know, and and honestly, too, um, through no fault of no, this was not planned at all. But one day, about I don't know, week and a half ago, 
I decided I was going to sit down. I wanted to watch a movie. So what am I going to watch? Oh, you know what? I haven't seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly in a long time. So I'm going to watch that. Clint Eastwood, Spaghetti Westerns, great movie. It's awesome. And as I'm watching The Mandalorian, the more I watch you know, the, the Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, I'm looking at The Mandalorian. I'm like, oh, my God. It's it's not a it's not a, a direct ripoff, but it's you, you can see so many similarities there. Just the way he talks, the way he carries himself. Uh, you've got the town where he's saving somebody. I mean, it was so uh, the music. I mean, just everything, everything about this episode. And the good, the bad, and the ugly is one of my favorite movies. I don't know why it's not like it's a cinematic masterpiece, but it's it's a classic. It, it's a classic. And I, I, I really, really like it. It's one, of, like I said, it's one of my favorite movies. I mean, I mean, but, it's a, it's one of those movies that people use. Uh, that, that 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 movie has is like the standard against which people measure other Western movies. So, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't blame you for having a, a huge appreciation for it. But like, like, okay, so the scene at the first where he goes into the the uh, the gambling establishment and they're betting on the on the uh, uh, the Gamorians fighting each other and uh, he says uh, you know do you gamble not if I can avoid it and I mean just some of the lines and the way he delivers them the way Pedro Pascal delivers them and you know he, they got everybody and they all pull their guns on the Mando and I'm gonna take that shiny Beskar armor off of you and he goes I'm gonna count to three and then I'm gonna let you or I'm gonna let you live if you uh, when you let me walk out of here, kind of thing. And it was just, I mean, just the way he delivered it, it was very Clint Eastwood. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Fistful of dollars, and for a few dollars more, all three of them, all three. The 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 man with no name trilogy. But that was very much a the the way he delivered that line. It was like that's. That's the way Clint Eastwood would have said it had, it had it been him. You know, that's exactly the way. It was beautiful. I bet if he had taken and, off his helmet, he would have had that Clint Eastwood squint. He would have. He would have. <laughs> You've got to ask cigar coming question. out of his a skinny yeah. cigar coming out of his mouth or hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. God, those were such good. Ah, now I want to go watch it again just because it's such a good movie. <laughs> A great episode, good movie, and again, the 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 way this uh, episode progressed, it was there was a lot of. I mean, just he goes to the town. The town is run by a marshal of sorts. It's very wild west, you know. They even said uh, something along the lines of, "We saw the hollows of the, the Death Star being blown up," and like two hours later, the the guilds or whatever moved in. And they the started mining, the mining, mining corporation collective corporation, yeah, the something like that. Yeah, mining yeah. collective. Yeah, the M the empire pulled out and the mining collective moved in and made it a slavery camp of some sort. Right, right. And then of course he it, you run into the whole I got beat up the first time and then I came back and I was rescued by the Jawas and they gave me the, the Boba Fett armor and and it was just like, and and honestly too, I mean, just the way that it it started. I mean, he he's like, "Give me that armor back. That's not yours. Give me it back." And he's he's like, "Well, we're gonna have to fight for it." And then then the crate dragon makes its appearance, and it it's like it's, it's just so good. And he goes, "Well, I tell you what, you help me get rid of this, and I'll give you the I'll give it back to you. It's not a not a problem." So again, this for that kind of thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget when he first walks into the bar wearing the uh, the Boba Fett armor, and and it it almost looks goofy how much how much it doesn't fit him. But even still, when it, when I saw it at first, I was like, "Is that? No way! That can't be Boba Fett." That's yeah, he is way too. Timothy is a very light man. Timothy's not thin. Tamara Morrison's just very broad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And he, Timothy's a skinny guy. I mean, 
he carries he it just, well. Oh, he looks good. I'm not complaining about <laughs> that. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's if, if you've seen him in Justified or Deadwood. See, I, I need to watch Justify. I've heard that that's really good. The it's not it's justified, but it's like a, a sequel, right? Sequel to because the original one had um oh god, I can't even think of his name. He was in the Shield and Ant Man and the Wasp, and he was the bad guy in Ant Man and the Wasp, or the one that was trying to steal the building. But he was in the first series of Justified because this one's a new one, right? Oh yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. Steph, I know you know that guy's name. Yeah, well, you, you, you yeah, mentioned Steph, the shield, and the first, thing, the first thing I thought it was Michael Chiklis, and I'm like, no, I, I not Michael so. Chiklis. No, 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 no. He's got black hair, and he's kind uh, of a he's kind of a skinny guy too. You wouldn't think he's yes. he's the tough guy kind of thing. Yes. So um, yeah, my daughter loves that guy, or at least the character. Anyway, <laughs> so so anyway, so um. Oh, I done lost myself now. Timothy Oliphant. Walks in. Skinny guy. Yes, I remember the first time The first time we saw this episode, when, when episode two first aired, and Luke and I were sitting down and watching it, and there he was, Walter Goggins. Yes, that's yeah. him. Yes. That's it. Thank you, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate that. Walter Goggins, yes. So, um, yeah, the first time he steps into that bar, I was just like... Luke was like, is that Boba Fett? And I was like, eh, that looks like his armor, but I don't think that's him. He's I don't lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I don't remember Boba Fett having the, the neckerchief and the uh he's not he's got red red sleeves and brown pants. And I was like, I don't think that's him. I think that's somebody that has his armor or that has armor that's very similar to his. And initially what I thought was there was actually a, 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 a comic book that was put out way, way back in the back in the dark times. And I say the dark times. It was back in the 90s. But it was, <laughs> and it's one of my favorite ones. It's, uh, it's uh, Walton. Is it Walton or Walter? Walt. I don't remember. Something along that line. But, um, but anyway, so this comic book was called uh, Boba Fett Twin Engines of Destruction. And basically it was uh, Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. Dengar was helping him uh, kind of reclaim his mantle as like the galaxy's greatest bounty hunter. And there was another guy that was wearing Mando armor that had that it was painted like Boba Fett's, you know, with the red and the green and everything. And he was claiming the title of Boba Fett. He was saying, I am Boba Fett, and that would cause him to get the higher bounties and everything else. And um, so Boba Fett hired him to hunt down a, a person and then met him and ended up killing him. And it was just it was a great, great little comic book, awesome little story. Jodo Cast was the guy's name, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's Jodo Cast. Get out of there, stupid cat. Go on. Go away. <laughs> so, that's what I was thinking initially. And then, of course, we get this this lovely, lovely character, Cobb Vanth. Great. And, and they did such a good job, too, of adding the backstory to him without really... They, oh, they didn't need to make this a two-episode. Huh? They did it without going into too much depth. Right, right. And you didn't need to. I mean, it's that's Yeah, if it, if they had gotten too much into his story, it would have taken away from the episode. I think so too. And that, and I think that's probably one of the things. A, a lot of people say that about the Batman episode or Batman movies. It's like, "Holy cow, how many times do we need to see Bruce Wayne's origin story? You're burning up half the first movie." Showing Thomas and Martha Wayne getting shot. So, well, we didn't. Well, we didn't get that with the latest one. The latest one being Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Oh, 
I don't, I don't know. I saw it once. I mean, there were some references made, but they didn't actually know it. So, I, I, again, it was a good movie. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. I'll, I might watch it again once in a while, but it's not like, oh my gosh, this was the greatest thing ever. It was there. It was a good movie. <laughs> it wasn't horrible. It wasn't awesome, but you know, it wasn't the Dark Knight. It wasn't Batman and Robin either. It was yeah, it, exactly. It wasn't the Dark Knight, but it wasn't Batman and Robin. <laughs> Time to break the ice. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Stay cool, bird boy. Ice to meet you, Batman. <laughs> oh Lord! So, so somebody I somewhere has made a drinking game out of. <laughs> Mr. Freeze's every puns. line, every <laughs> line was a one-liner from Arnold in that movie. I watched it just recently because <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's fun to torture <laughs> yourself every once in a while. <laughs> but uh, yeah, every line was a uh, some some type of ice pun slash Arnold one-liner. So. Anyway, yes, uh, we didn't get a whole lot of backstory. We didn't really need it. And just him, basically him telling it was, you know, I found the Jawas and the Jawas gave me water and they traded me the crystals for for the thing. And then I came in and cleaned up the town. And then the, then the crate dragon started going. And, uh, gosh, what was it? Uh it was the one scene. Okay, so I don't remember what season that this was in. It may be in this season, but there was a season where uh, some bounty hunters caught caught up with Mando and the child, and he fought them off basically. And maybe it's the next episode, in fact, but where he takes the he takes his jetpack off and he he gives him the jetpack in exchange for the child and. The, the guy grabs it and then he pushes the button and he launches the guy up into the sky and he just, it falls. I think it's the next episode. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. So that there was the, that, that scene was always hilarious to me. But then the scene in this one where all those uh, mining collective guys get in that speeder and they take off and you just, you see him pop that thing down and he targets him and he launches the rocket at him and just you just sit there and you just watch it and just, <laughs> it just blows up from a distance. It's just one of those I don't know. It, it's it's almost like comic timing on that one. And it's just funny to me. I don't know why. It's just like that's gonna be the next uh walking away from explosion. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was like. It was like walking away from the explosion. <laughs> so, um, so he's going to help them get rid of the crate dragon. They enlist the help of the uh, the Tuscans, the Sand People. Which this, so in the book of Boba Fett, we we kind of, well, let me back up even further. In a New Hope. And even a little bit in the Phantom Menace, you look at the Tuscans as uh, savages. Savages. They're wild savages. They don't care about anything. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then you get into this episode particularly and the book of Boba Fett where you're kind of looking at them in a different light and on, the, on a different side of the spectrum to where it's almost like, yeah, they're savages, but we are the invaders where we are the ones that are moving in on their land. They've been doing this for centuries and we're just here all of a sudden. So, yeah, well, if you, if you go back and you watch, you know, a new hope, uh, the, the, the way that the same people are, are portrayed is very much through the eyes of the people that the same people are fighting against. So, you know, there's a, there's a bit of, a bit of cultural bias there. And, and it comes, I mean, it comes back, it comes, they, they bring it back to this one and it's like, oh yeah, well, they, 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 they are 
people and they're they're wanting to protect their people as well as far as you know the crate dragon goes and whatnot so but we also see what they did to anakin's mother too yeah well mm. she was an she was an invader uh, uh, they were nice enough to offer her a place to sleep that, yeah i was gonna say you know you, <laughs> you sit there and say that but Anakin's mother, I think he said that it had been three weeks since she had been abducted. And uh, they kept month, her a, I think, I think that's a month. Said. That's yeah. even worse. You know, they kept her alive for a month. You know, it's not like they just kidnapped her and then murdered her and left her down the street kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll show, I mean all, all she had was that little little scratch on her cheek. I know, right? She was, she was fine. She she died of a broken heart. <laughs> no, she, it wasn't a broken heart. It was a happy heart. This was the ha it's the opposites because <laughs> she she saw, oh, Anakin, now I am complete. <gasps> it's like poetry. It rhymes. Exactly, exactly. It goes back and forth, back and forth. Anyway, we get a we get a completely new and in fact they've got the they, they they're arguing with each other because they killed some of his people and he killed some of their people and you, you get the idea nobody likes nobody likes each other but we're going to help each other the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing yeah i mean it the, so that they they don't speak the same language. I'm I'm glad that they kind of uh, bridged that divide by uh, uh, having them understand and use sign language. I thought that was a very interesting touch. And I want to say that the guy. I thought I read in an interview somewhere that that guy is actually the the head Tuscan actually is deaf and he is using a form of asl i think mm -hmm. i had read that somewhere but i can't be for 100 sure. i think that's true so which was and i know a little asl not a whole lot but which for those of you watching that don't know asl is american sign language so there you go american sign language um i know a little bit not a whole lot but i know a few things it's 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 like my Spanish. I know a little bit, but not not enough to where I could carry on a decent conversation kind of thing. So uh, they all agree to work together. Um, we get to see a crate dragon for the first time. The first time was there. There was one in uh, Kotor, right? In yes, one of those. there was. Yeah. In one it, of those. It, 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 it was in Kotor one on Tatooine. I forget what the uh, I forget what the quest was, but you had, you had to go into its cave to find something, and uh, it was <laughs> it wasn't portrayed to be nearly as big as it was in Mando. Yeah, I know, right? Well, even if you even in um, A New Hope, when uh, you see three uh, PO crossing the Dune Sea, you see the the skeleton there of a of a crate dragon. And it's again same thing. It's nowhere near as big as this thing is. So I don't know if this was a. This was like one of those ones that we haven't seen it yet, but we know it's out there because it's huge. Oh, the the, uh, the track with big sharks and whatnot. I was gonna say the uh, the, the producers saw the, saw the Meg and they're like, we can do that. We can do yeah. <laughs> we can make it Star Wars. But we can we no they they saw the Meg and they said okay we can make a big shark like thing, but we're gonna be like Dune too to where it's like the the sandworms and yeah, we're gonna yeah. steal from everything. All right, uh, tremors, tremors, oh, tremors. Let's yes. call up Jason Statham. We have the perfect role for him. Oh, Jason <laughs> Statham's too expensive. All right, let's call Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Kevin Bacon. They could have got Kevin Bacon too pulling the tremors <laughs> thing. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's too old though, I think. I think Timothy's right there. He's he's just where it needs to be. So uh 
yeah, they, they all work together. I, did you happen to notice that when they were fighting the crate dragon, and I don't know if this is one of those things where you looked at it and go, well, it's obvious it's in there, but the the sounds that were coming from the crate dragon were the same sounds that Obi-Wan used to scare off the Tuscans in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And not only was it the same sounds, but it was the same sounds on all all three different variations of that sound. Because you had one that was in the original cut. Then you had another one that they used for the DVD editions. Then you had another one that was used for the special editions. And then you had a, yet another one that was released with the Blu-ray editions. But all four of those sounds ended up somewhere within this crate dragon battle which was i thought was a lovely little nod to everything well i i, I have a new hope on blu-ray and so when I, whenever i pop that in when obi-wan appears all i hear is <laughs> it's in there if you watched it it's there <laughs> it's not nearly as intimidating because the, the first time i saw star wars it was the special editions and uh oh. and so and so I, I i remember hearing almost like a uh like the sound of a hog yeah but that but then we jump into blu-ray and it's like he's at a rave Whoa! <laughs> nice so Anyway, so yeah, all, all of the sounds they, they reincorporated all of the sounds. Um, we got a uh, we we got a little. Uh, how did he put that? He had the uh, the it was the the Jonah and the whale kind of thing where he got himself swallowed. Massive case of indigestion then and. Well, he electrocuted it from the inside. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering about this, and maybe it was said and I missed it. I don't know. But, you know, he's got that that rifle that, like, disintegrates people. Like, he shoots shoots somebody one time, and then it's just like they just kind of dust off. Why is that not working the same way on this uh, this crate dragon? Is it too big, or is it because he's not hitting it on the underneath? What's well, what, are, what are what are theories on this? Probably too thick, I would imagine, yeah. or the scales, or I don't know what it has scale skin. Oh. Let me draw up a little comparison for you. Well, I'll bring it back to the first time we saw him use that rifle. Jawa. Great dragon. <laughs> okay, fine. So there's a, there's a, a slight slight <laughs> size difference. It's just the smallest. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay, fine. Right. <laughs> I mean, compared to the dragon, all the people looked like this big. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about him blast dis- from a gun. You're talking about him disintegrating something the size of a small child, and you're wondering why it's not working on a dragon. <laughs> why does it work on a dragon? <laughs> oh, Dave, duh. Yeah, I'm just asking. He could have shot it in the eye too. Why didn't he shoot it in the eye? It would have at least disintegrated its eye. <sighs> and then it would have been blind and starved itself to death. Yeah, she's been after that. So, I don't know um, why. And, I, I, I kind of tripped out for a second. I almost thought that was somebody walking in my background. I don't know. No, <laughs> Maybe look over my shoulder. That that that's Luke making a cameo. So, um, we blow up the crate dragon. Now, the pearl, the pearl that was in the crate dragon. I think this was lore that was brought over from old EU. Am I wrong in thinking this? That they that a crate dragon may or may not have a pearl that's like ridiculously valuable. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I know I know that in Kotor, uh, Kotor uh, the crate dragons had pearls that you could uh, use as a crystal for your lightsaber, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't. I'm honestly not sure if there was any examples of that prior to that. 
I just thought it was, again, interesting, a little nod to the the the, the former EU, the legends now. Again, they're just they're they're mixing it up. They're they're putting stuff in there that was now whether it was mentioned or not, I, I seem to remember it a lot in Kotor myself. And that's kind of why I was thinking that. But um but yeah, they had they got their, their little pearl. Um he took a big chunk of meat and he took his uh Boba Fett armor and he rode off into the sunset with a dark figure mysteriously watching him. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and of course, it, he turns around and it's Tamora Morrison. So everybody was like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> and he uh, he left Cobb Vance completely defenseless. It's his fault he got shot by Cad Bane. Mm. Uh, but he's not going to die. No, he's the, in the, a back the, the, somewhere. The tinkerer was working on him. Or, or whatever that guy's was called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the little, uh, the one that made all the little hipsters. I mean, yeah, he 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 manages all the Power Rangers. He's basically Zordon. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there you go. I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll buy it. Sure, why not? Um. And and plus. I don't remember. Was it? I don't remember if it was somebody in our chat that was talking about this, or maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was on the Sith Dominion the other night where they were talking about. I'm just so over. Oh no, it wasn't. It was on another YouTube video. So I am just so over people getting stabbed in the stomach and then surviving. You had the the. Uh, Sabine. Uh, you had Sabine. It happened to her. You had the the. Oh no, I can't even think of his name. The Inquisitor. Oh, Inquisitor. Uh, yeah, the head in Reva. Yeah, all of them. Everybody gets stabbed in the stomach, but it's okay. Well, you're gonna survive. So I think that's what happened to uh that's gonna be what happened to Cobb Vanth is he got shot in the stomach. He'll survive. Yeah. Now he got I, shot in the shoulder. Oh well that's even better because that's there's no vital Less organs. Vital the organs there. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> So, you know, I have a huge problem with people getting stabbed by lightsabers and surviving. Because, uh, I mean, it, it, the, the, a, a lightsaber is a beam of superheated plasma. You know, it, 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 if you poke somebody with it, it's going to boil them from the inside out. Um, like, like almost instantaneously. If it, if it, it, you know, you think back to the Phantom Menace. If this thing can melt through blast doors in seconds, yeah. How, you know, what kind of damage does it do to the inside of your body when it's lodged in your stomach for you know half a second? Uh, even it even so far as it, it, I was oh, going to say, even it so just cauterizes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, I mean, even it's, it's hot enough to where if you, your hands getting cut off, you're not bleeding because yeah. yes, it's, it's cauterized everything. It just in that one little millisecond swipe, it's just, whoosh, and it's nice, clean cut and cauterized and ready to go. They were originally used for surgery and then the Jedi decided to make them weapons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You know, it's a, you, you think about that, and it's kind of surprising when you when you look back at A New Hope, uh, when uh, Obi Wan cuts off that criminal's arm, and there's blood everywhere. Just a little bit, because we had to keep the PG rating, not a whole lot. <laughs> but PG in 1977, that was like that, that, that's like. But then they fixed that in the special editions. No, it's still there. It's still. Oh, there. really? If it, yeah. it, even in the Blu-ray, the blood's still there. Kind of surprised they wouldn't have fixed that for continuity sake, at least. <laughs> they, they they were too busy replacing Sebastian Shaw, yeah, mm. and taking his eyebrows off. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, well, Sebastian Shaw, when he played Darth Vader in the the mask, and Luke took his mask off in the original versions, he had brown eyes and he had eyebrows. You jump forward to the Blu-ray versions and they have removed his eyebrows because Hayden lost his eyebrows when he was burned up and Hayden's eyes are blue. So we're going to change Sebastian Shaw's eyes to blue to match Hayden's. 
So, yes, they changed his eye color and took his eyebrows away. But uh, uh, continuity. <laughs> so, yes, he rides off into the sunset. We get Boba Fett. And honestly, after watching this, the first time after watching this episode, um, I had to go back to the uh, in the first season. The episode was uh, was the episode with uh, Fennec Shand in it. Uh, I think that was episode five. I can't remember the name of it. The duelist or the shooter or something along that lines. Anyway, yeah, but that was again at the end of that episode. You had this mysterious dark cloak figure approach her at the end, even though she's shot in the stomach. There's another one shot in the stomach. She's okay. <laughs> she's okay. Phoenix Shan shot in the stomach. All right. Darth Maul. Darth Maul cut in half. Cut in half, and he survived. Yeah. Not just stabbed in the stomach. Cut in half. Clean in half. So, yep. And then you know, <laughs> yep. Uh, Anakin cuts off Count Dooku's head. His head rolls away, and and as it settles, his eyes look up at Anakin. You'll never get the Necronomicon. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Army of the Dead. Yes, exactly. Army of okay. the Dead. Well, when Ash cuts off Bad Ash's yeah, yeah. head and dumps him in the hole. You'll die Eesh. in the graveyard before you get it. <laughs> Be shop smart or be smart shop s smart. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> which yeah. which s smart s smart by the way is smart. Oh so. my god! The more you know. <laughs> if you didn't catch that, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Modern YouTube channels will be like, so in this scene where where we see s smart, it's a subtle reference to the fact. <laughs> that Bruce Campbell says shop smart. <laughs> Easter eggs. 20 facts about Army of Darkness you didn't know. I still I, I still look for stuff like that. There was a scene in uh in the first Super Troopers movie at the very end where they're delivering the beer to the party, and the beer label is Saint Anky. S-T, you know, like Saint, period. A-N-K-Y. Stanky beer. Oh, my God. And I was like, ah, nice. It's stanky beer. Saint Anky. I'm just horrible like that. I see things. <laughs> I see things that probably shouldn't be seen, and I look for meaning in things that there is no meaning. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Debbie, did we miss anything? No, nope, I think we covered it all. Yeah, y'all have been frozen the majority of the time. Thank God I can still hear you, though. I'm sure I've been bouncing all over the place. And again, my fault. My internet will be repaired before we return. Um, shameless plugs. What oh. do we got? We hope. No, no, no. They said a technician will be here at the very earliest Saturday, which I told them you need to make that even earlier. But we'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, one and five. One and five, yeah. Just make sure somebody's home. How do you plan for that? And we got a band competition that week, that, that day too, so I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, shameless plugs. What do we got, Debbie? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow we have a Hobby Hot video coming out i believe it's a lego build right one? i have i don't know i <laughs> upload a, i upload a bunch of them and i let cat decide so yeah i don't know but we got hobby hut coming out usually it comes out around one central i think uh saturday's geek gauntlet and they talk anything everything and then Monday, it's me and Dave again with Loki, episode two, Ooh, which is playing. Season, season two, episode two. Yes, which is playing right now. Or no, it's probably <laughs> over with right now. <laughs> I can't even watch it. I don't have any internet. I'm going to have to go watch it on my phone. Just a little, oh, little for you. 
Uh, and then Tuesday, I believe, will be part two on the Sith Dominion, part two of Revan. <clears throat> if you didn't catch the first one, you need to go back and watch it because it was really fun. I was on yeah, We had day. a blast. Yeah. Had a yeah. blast on that. Big that shout good. out to Dr. Dana on that one. That's a, that was a great show. <clears throat> so part two um, of Revan. And let's see, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, I think we're the stars. And then it's back to us. Back to us. Or we're going to be doing it. I did here. not forget anything. I don't think you did. Tam, you got any shameless plugs? I do. Uh, next, uh, yeah, this coming Wednesday is going to be my part three of my Hitman video trilogy. I'll be directly comparing the two movies. If I'm mostly using it as an excuse to continue roasting the Agent 47 movie. Uh, <laughs> but, so there's going <laughs> to there's going to be a lot of funny quips in that one. So, uh I'm 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 really going to, you know, double down on the humor there cuz the, the 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 first episode, you know, I I tried to get in a lot of jokes. The second episode was a bit more analytical, but this one's going to be right back to the jokes. No so, holds barred. No, the, although uh, uh, Dave Gramillion did kind of get on me for, uh, uh, you know, the cursing in the first one, I had to bleep out the F-bombs, but. Oh, has he watched this show? <laughs> I know, right. Well, we're, we're we don't know what goes on in post-production. We're, we're PG-13. We keep one. It's we're allowed one. The rest of them we have to bleep. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I've never heard any bleeping on this show. I don't think we bleep anything either, but no. whatever. But we, you know what? We don't bleep anything either, but we, we don't rant. We don't rant as hard as Cam does. So we're, yeah. we're and, and when Cam gets going, oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun. I think you cursed a lot in uh in that Artemis foul one too. I I, I did, but I, I I bleeped out all of it. Oh, okay. uh, you're no fun. That's half the. That's the best that part. Was half of fun. Kid <laughs> news now is family friendly. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> right. Right. All right. All right. Um. Come on, guys. Agree with me. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Okay. <laughs> um this not this weekend but next weekend i will be at dallas fan fest on friday saturday and sunday um out in lovely irving texas at the irving convention center great place good venue um andy circus paul bettany um what is that kid ezra is going to be there the guy that played ezra in ahsoka oh, i can't uh... think of his name Oh, in Ahsoka, uh, that's uh, Iman. Uh, 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 Iman Esfandi. Yeah, there you go. Iman Esfandi. He's gonna be there. They just announced him. Nice. Woohoo! You didn't lock up for uh, Chewie's butt. I saw it. <laughs> that, makes, that makes the night. <laughs> yeah, just 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 go up to him and have him sign a picture of Jabba the Hut. Yeah. Oh, I should. Oh, that would be good. Orlando <laughs> Calrissian, either one. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. And what would be amazing is if I did that, but then if he got it, if he understood the joke. I'm sure he, he would. I'm sure he's seen the memes. So he, he would be like, oh, ha, 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 funny. Here, let me sign this for you. Here, yeah, I go. No, you don't have to pay me. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Nice. Oh Lord. And you probably won't nope. be the first person that hasn't do that either. Oh well, yeah. If you ever go see, if you ever go get Ashley Eckstein, James Arnold Taylor, Matt Lanter's autograph, take a bottle of Heinz ketchup and get them to sign it. Just trust me. <laughs> They'll laugh at you and they will never forget you. Promise. So that's coming up. That's I'm excited for that. That's not this coming weekend, but next weekend. Gonna be a blast. 
Um, anything else? We good? That's it. I think so. Awesome. 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 So we, again, I apologize for the roughness of this episode. If you were watching live, I'm sorry. My internet will be back. I promise. Um, other than that, we are going to step out. We will see you all next week for episode two of season two of The Mandalorian. Y'all have fun. Have a great weekend. May the force be with you all. Harrow. Are we still recording? It says we're still live. Yes. Oh, Dave, I can't hear you. Are you still- <laughs> <laughs>